Ladies and gentlemen, we are here to talk about all things Cody Rhodes, the American Nightmare. And of course, we are here to promote Lodi Connors is coming up uh, next weekend, Sunday, May 8th. And um, I'm here with the founder of Lodi Con and Stockton Con, uh, the incomparable Mr. Mike Miller. Mike, how you doing? I'm great, Philip. How are you? Uh, fantastic, as always. Survey says I'm doing all right. <laughs> but before, before we get to all of that, I haven't had a chance to talk to you about this. Uh, unfortunately, we lost the bad guy, Scott Hall. I was a, I was a huge fan of his. And uh, you've had him at uh, conventions in the past. So just kind of give us a, a quick little synopsis or, or anything about your interactions with Scott. What was he like to work with? You know, we had uh, we had Scott out to uh, StocktonCon twice, and the last time was this past uh, September. And um, you know, Scott was a great, great, great guy to to work with. You know, he was great with the fans, and you know, it's it's really sad. I know, you know, obviously, uh, no surprise that you know he's battled demons in the past, but like he was always professional with us and you know, did a, did a fine job for us and, and yeah, he's going to be missed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Once again, RIP to the bad guy. So we're going to, we're, we're here to really talk about uh, Cody Rhodes and his return to WWE. It's been, I, we're still in the honeymoon phase. We, we all know the story returned at uh, night one of WrestleMania this year, WrestleMania 38. And uh, Mike, you were, um, you were the guy that handled Cody's meet and greets when he would come out here to APW, correct? Yeah, uh, we're going with Marcus Mack and, and with Cody. And, um, yeah, I mean, he was, God, I mean, talk about, you know, Scott Hall was great with fans. Cody was uh, was amazing with fans and just just uh, kind of just really engaged with everybody and just did an amazing job. Yeah, the, I, I've always said Cody Rhodes is literally one of the nicest people I've ever met. Uh, so, I mean, what are, what are your thoughts on him? I haven't talked to you about any of this. What are your thoughts on him leaving AEW, a company which – he really initially started, and then he essentially came back home, came back to work for Vince McMahon and WWE. What are your thoughts on all that? I mean, it, there was a lot of rumors about him leaving AEW and kind of you know becoming this free agent, and there were a lot of people out there that were like, oh, yeah, he's going to, to WWE, no no questions asked. And then there were some people that were like, well, you know, he's going to – he's going to take a little break and then he's going to come back to AEW. I mean, so there was a lot of different, there were a couple of different schools of thought on that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm always been, I think, you know, you know, this about me, I, I always kind of just let things play out. I don't really like to speculate too much, but I mean, I could have definitely seen it go either way, but uh, I, you know, up until that moment and, and it seemed really log likely that it was going to happen at WrestleMania. And it was a really strong moment. I mean, you know, it, it's always an interesting thing when somebody shows up in another promotion and, you know, that was his music, right? Like that was his music even when he was on the indies before AEW. So like when you hear that, it's like, oh man, it just kind of gives you that feel of, oh, that was what he did in AEW. And then, you know, to see him come out and, and have a great match with Seth Rollins, I thought that was, you know, a really, really great match. And, um, I thought it was, it, that was a really kind of a, a really special moment. I know it was really special for him. Absolutely. And I've, I've said on the show that the way Cody is being presented and will be presented in the future and how he's portrayed on television, that's going to be an integral part of, you know, the people who are over in AEW who have never essentially worked at WWE or those who have even worked there about coming back or debuting for the first time. Like MJF is, is a perfect example. He, he keeps talking about the bidding war of 2024 when his contract is up, 
him. I know he's watching to see what Cody's doing to see. All right. He's being presented like this. I know I have value over here. Let's see, you know, what the other company has to offer. Right. So, I mean, in all, on all those, all those folks that are in AEW that have never been in, in WWE, they were all fans of WWE when they were kids, when they were growing up, because there was no AEW. Right. So like they've always, you know, there's always that affinity for it, at least in a way. Right. I mean, when you're, when you're dealing with um, folks that have this drive and this passion for being the best they can be in professional wrestling, there's always going to be an opportunity uh, for the people that are at that top of the top of the talent level. Right. Like, I mean, as far as when you have somebody who's at the top of WWE, their contract expires, maybe they might go to AEW. Now we're in the kind of that reverse mode. I mean, I mean, Cody, you just said it yourself. Cody kind of just set that template, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, Cody, you know, the night after man, he cuts this great promo uh, and it appears he's going to have like creative freedom and he has an open mic whenever he goes out there, which is excellent. You know, don't, don't script, uh, don't script what he has to say. And, you know, he talked about, you know, achieving the dream that his father never did and winning the WWE championship. And so I guess the question I have for you is it's, it's going to happen. It has to happen. Uh, Cause if it doesn't happen through this run, then honestly, this all was a waste in my opinion. So, when do you think is the right time for Cody to finally win the big one? Not the universal, but it has to be the WWE championship. Cause I think they're going to like one title is going to break off of Roman eventually. And, you know, he's going on this mega run. And I think Roman's holding the title until WrestleMania 40, in my personal opinion. But uh, when do you see Cody Rhodes eventually finally winning the big one and becoming the WWE champion? I think that there's a lot behind the, um, the chase and the the momentum that you build as you kind of go down that path, right? Like when you're that, you know, the, the way wrestling is set up in, in general, you know, the baby face chases the title and then he eventually wins. And that's like the big moment, right? Like, so uh, when you have somebody like Roman Reigns who, kind of is transcending wrestling in a way right now. I mean, he's, you know, uh, like you said, he's not losing the title anytime soon and he's held it for a very, very long time. So he's really kind of, kind of set a high bar right now. Um, you know, obviously he has, he has his fans and his detractors. I, I happen to be a very big Roman Reigns fan. I, I think that what he's been doing for, you know, essentially over well over two years now. It's like, I mean, just amazing. Three years, I think, really. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I mean, it. you, you talked about the chase. Now, it, so here, here's, here's a thing that I think could detract all this. When you chase for too long, it does water down your eventual moment of winning it. Like, honestly, I feel like with Hangman Page and the AEW Championship and when Kenny Omega finally won the IWGP Heavyweight title, and we could even say Bray Wyatt with the WWE title. Like eventually it just, you, you, they got it sure. It's a nice moment, but it felt too late. They should have put it on him when it was hot. Do you, do you think Cody can suffer from that? Or is he just such a mega star now that it won't even matter? I mean, I think you're, I, everything in life is tr- is timing, right? I, I think that when you were, especially in wrestling, I mean, when you're dealing with, you know, so many creative minds and trying to do the right thing. And, you know, what's the best thing for X 
versus why. I mean, like, you know, what's the best thing for Roman? When, when is the best time for Roman to lose a title? Is it really, is it really WrestleMania 40? Like, I know that's, I know that well, that's what you're saying, but like, I, I mean, another two years of Roman, maybe, I mean, maybe, maybe people will get tired of it. People aren't tired of it yet. I, th- I think Roman loses the championship after he beats the rock and WrestleMania is in Hollywood next year. Just makes sense. Just, just makes sense when within that time you can build up other guys to eventually beat Roman. You know, you can build up your Austin theories and your Braun breakers and, and whoever else uh, you want to build up. But, okay. So that's a, that's a better question. Who do you think is going to beat Roman Reigns for the championship? And, or is he not in WWE currently? That's, that, that's, that's one. Uh, That's a good question. I think because I, 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 I think it's like there's a there's a lot of options. There's a lot of people, and you know there's a lot of people that are doing their own things. I mean, you know, is the next is the next contender going to be Drew McIntyre? I don't know who is it. I think it would have to be a, a like a homegrown guy to beat Roman. It you know so like that's why I say like a Braun Breaker who would be a great example. Austin Theory. I mean he he's not necessarily homegrown. I mean he had a successful indie career but no he's been with the company a little long enough and he'll be with them within the future and no Vince seems to like him he's his chosen one so that that's a good question but whoever beats Roman is going to be a made man it's going to be up there with when Brock beat the Undertaker like you you ended this mega run that we haven't seen since like Hogan and San Martino you know what I mean or Pedro Morales so that's that's something, but I mean, I figure they are going to break off championships. Like I think Roman will continue to have the run with the universal title and eventually the WWE title will get broken off in some way, shape or form. And the, they'll go back to having just two champions unless they want to really do a unification and just make one championship. Yeah. That was like, that was the thought like when, when it was Roman versus Brock was that it was going to unify the titles but they obviously they never said, "Hey, we're we're taking them both away and bringing back one." Like, I mean, could you see it at a at a point where, you know, Roman loses one to Cody, maybe, or you know, who knows? Like, I mean, there's there's a lot of options. I mean, Roman, you know, Roman has been running roughshod over SmackDown for so long, and now he's got both titles, and now is he going to be on both shows every week now? Is that where we're going? Like, is that gonna is that gonna stagnate him? Maybe. No, he's. I mean, he's still mainly been on SmackDown, even even though he's had both championships right now. Like, he, he still feels like that's his show, and he'll pop in to make an occasional appearance on Raw here and there. But uh, like, I mean, really though, I mean, he can he can show up on any Raw yeah. he wants because he's that champion, right? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, obviously storyline, it's got to be written or whatever, but yeah. If it interests the tribal chief, then then he'll do it. <laughs> basically, basically, but uh, yeah, man, uh, I, I I hope I hope Cody eventually does win the championship in a, in, a, in a big way. And um, what because Cody has this gimmick of bringing back like or introducing custom championships. He brought back the classic IC title um, when he won the TNT title. He brought uh, uh, out that kind of finished version with the gold on the red strap. When he was the Ring of Honor champion, he changed the Ring of Honor title to literally a ring. Um, and then, of course, he brought out the gold Ring of Honor title the night he lost it to Dalton Castle. So with all this talk of, you know, 
Cody winning the WWE title, he has mentioned that he would love to bring back the Winged Eagle Championship, which it's a it's a fan favorite. It's my favorite title. I'm sure it is for any other wrestling fan. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I'm I'm always uh, I'm always someone who loves tradition and, and loves kind of bringing back legacy stuff. And I mean, I, that's a that's a really cool title. So, I mean, I you know, <laughs> he's obviously laying the groundwork, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Or does he bring back the design that his dad was holding in that picture from 1977? Does he does he go super old school with it? He, I mean, he could go any way with it. I mean, and I and I don't think there's a wrong choice in that. I mean, I think that there's there's so much history, and you know, obviously, he is a legacy in this business. I mean, yeah. and that's that's important. Yeah, and this just popped into my head. Were there ever any talks with uh? With Cody to have him come to a, a Stockton con or a Lodi con before he came back to uh, WWE? Not recently, but yeah, we definitely have talked to him in the past. Okay, so, okay, okay. Yeah, Cody's a Cody's a great talent and, and love to we'd love to get him back and you know who knows how things will work in the future. Yeah, I mean, never, never know there, Philip. Never, never say never. Never, never right. say never. Well, speaking of the conventions and the cons, let's talk about a Lodi con. It is coming up uh, May 8th, We just, as we discussed. Uh, some of the people that you will have, uh, AEW superstar Orange Cassidy is going to be there. Former WWE superstar Ember Moon, uh, now known as Athena. She went back to her indie name. Uh, those, those are the only wrestlers you have there, correct? Correct, yeah. this uh, Actually, this is our largest uh, guest list we've ever had at Lodi. In fact, this is the first time we've had a, even two wrestlers. Last year, we had Ted DiBiase only. Yes, Shout out yeah. to Million Dollar Man. That's right. Good old Ted. Um, yeah, but uh, but yeah, and Orange is awesome. And we originally had we originally had Darby Allen scheduled, and he's got a, a, a filming schedule coming up, so he couldn't make it. So hopefully we're gonna get him at a, at a future show. But uh, but yeah, Orange Gasty's awesome and and Athena has been great as well. And we got a, a video, a welcome video that we're gonna put up uh, tomorrow for her. Uh, she just sent us one over today, so we're we're excited about that, and she's you know definitely excited to meet the fans, and and everybody's uh, real excited to meet her. Yes, sir. She's been in the news, giving her a Chris Van Vliet interview, so she'll uh, she'll be a hot commodity at Lodicon. Yeah, for sure. I I think that uh, you know she's definitely somebody that that should be on the AEW radar or anybody's radar. I mean, she's an she's an absolute talent, and. Uh, I was really surprised to see her her leave WWE and and you know it's it's uh it's a really uh it's a it's a really weird business right now. I think there's a lot of different things going on and there's there's a lot of different things going on in different um you know in different talent pools if you will. Yes. I mean uh, Athena, I mean just the finisher alone, the Eclipse is it it is one of the most unique and best finishers in wrestling. She found a very unique way to use a stunner and make it awe-inspiring. Yeah, it's it's awesome. She was she was one of my favorites when she was in in WWE, especially in NXT. Oh yeah, when she was running roughshod and she was the champ, it was it it all worked. It all worked. But let, let's talk about the guest list for Lodi Con. I mean, you have Jesse Flowers. She was uh, on the Nickelodeon uh, cartoon series Avatar. I, I used to watch when I was a kid. You, you have, yeah, we, actually uh, have a, we actually have a, an Avatar, the last Airbender uh, reunion. So we have four of the voice actors from from that show. So we have uh, Jesse Flower. We have Greg Baldwin, Olivia uh, Hack, and uh, Jenny Kwan. Yeah, Olivia Hack. She also voiced. Uh, 
Rondon Hey Arnold. I was a big Hey Arnold yeah. fan. So that that is tight. That, yeah. that that's super cool. Uh, you have um, Ramon Villalobos. I hope that's how you say this this gentleman's name. Yeah, Ramon Villalobos is. Uh, he does a lot of our poster. Well, actually, he's done all of our posters for Stockton Con, going back to the to the first one. This is our tenth anniversary this year. Uh, we got something special coming out with for that pretty soon, and uh, we'll. Um, you know, Ramon's been great, and he's actually uh, designed some of Cody's ring gear. Oh, okay. so kind of bringing it full circle. That's, that's what's up. You have Chris Bartlett. Uh, he's been seen on The Mandalorian. Uh, who else do we have here? Mel Smith. He, he's a, uh, a comic book fellow. Oh. Yeah, and, and Mel's done a, uh, some really cool stuff in the past. He did a, a comic called Dead Ahead, which was uh, you know, very, uh, very cool on cutting-edge zombie stuff. And Dan Parsons is an, another guest that we – have had in the past, but uh, is coming back for the first time in a few years. Uh, and he was very, very important in the Dark Horse Star Wars series. Okay, uh, and so he did uh, so many issues for that. For that, and that, that was a very, very big thing. So, um, and then of course we have Austin St. John, the original Red Ranger from the Power Rangers. Yes, uh, and that's. Uh, that's always exciting. We love having Power Rangers at uh, at our events, and I know I got to meet uh Walter Jones briefly yeah. at uh, at a Stockton Con a couple times. Yeah, yeah. And then and going back to the to Dan Parsons with Star Wars, uh, we also have Daniel Logan, who was uh, young Boba Fett, and so yeah. he's also voiced uh, the character in uh, Clone Wars as well, and has been uh, very very prominent uh, in some of these some of the Star Wars lore. Yeah, Daniel Logan played what young Boba Fett in Star Wars Episode Two, the film that was released in two thousand two. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I mean, you just it, this is an awe-inspiring list. Uh, Don uh, Bennett, she'll she'll be there, and um, Michael Calero. Michael Calero just yeah. had a had a new uh, Batwoman comic come out with uh, DC Comics, and, and you mentioned uh, Don Bennett. We actually just announced Don yesterday. Uh, one of our other guests, Aaron Dismuke, uh, had to cancel. Dawn stepped up. She's a My Hero Academia actor, actor, voice actor as well, and uh, she's coming in. And then you have a uh, Chris. Uh, was this Mar- Marinin? Chris Marinin. Marinin. Yeah, he was the original uh, artist for Nova, which is one of a an iconic Marvel comic from the eighties. I see he's worked on some Wonder Woman as well. Yeah, it does it was a Wonder Woman artist as well, and so it's. Got a lot of great guests coming to this show. And, of course, West Ghost Design. Yes. The know, man. West Ghost will be there. Yes, the the, uh, the best championship creator in the business right now. Right. Yes, that is sir. definitely right. Lodi Con, looks, it looks stacked. Uh, you said this is your largest guest list ever for Lodi Con. Yeah, it's going to be our largest uh, guest list. It's going to be our largest uh, number of vendors and, and artists at at event at, at, at Lodi Show. So we're real excited about Same it. Same location? Yeah, Lodi Grape Festival right there on uh, Lockford Street in Lodi. It's going to be uh, 11 to 5 a, uh, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. on that Sunday the 8th. It's Mother's Day, and moms yes. will get a special treat when they come in. That's what's up. The first couple hundred, and uh, we'll have um, – it's also free comic book day on Saturday at local comic shops. Okay. We're partnering with a couple of local comic shops as well, and we'll be giving away uh, free comic books as well. Mothers get a special treat. I'm about to drive my mom over there. I don't know. We'll there see. you go. There you go. <laughs> no, 
Now we're we're doing Mother's Day brunch, so unfortunately I won't be able to make it. But I'm sure Lodi Khan is going to be fantastic. It always is. And Stockton Con, that's that's coming up in what September? August 13th and 14th this year. It's our 10th uh, anniversary of Stockton Con. Saturday, so Saturday, Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, and uh, I I know it's early, but yeah. do you, have, you have something you can you can drop here. I can't drop anything yet. I did get just I got two verbals in the last couple of days, and they're going to definitely be uh, really uh, great names for uh, from the wrestling community. Oh, all right. I hey, I can't wait. I will, I will definitely be at Stockton Con. Nice, uh, Mike. Thank you so much for doing this for coming on. It's always yeah. great recording with you. I know, I know you just had a match at SPW. I did. Supreme Pro Wrestling had their anniversary show and their biggest crowd ever had. Uh, 458 people at the uh, soccer world in Elk Grove. So it was a great crowd for them. And unfortunately, Mr. Miller did uh, not come out victorious in his match, but uh, you know, we, we might have to revise history in the future. So, I mean, you're, you're a former champion there, correct? Incorrect. I, uh, I, well, some people would say that I am 0 and 4 in my career there. Some others would say I'm 4 and 0 oh. because I always win. All right. All right. Always win in the end. That's, that's what matters. Uh, Mike, but, uh, hey, thank you for having me, Philip. Uh, and just real quick on uh, on Lodi Comic Con, go to LodiComicCon.com slash tickets, and you can check out all the options. There's a lot of places that are selling tickets, and then you can also uh, get tickets online. There's a couple of links there, and uh, it's just $5 on a presale and 10 bucks at the door. So come on out. You heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Mike, thank you so much. All right. Thanks, Philip.